The financial markets are made up of bulls and bears. But when you listen to most trading gurus, it seems to be all bull. Who to trust? The one who puts a fire under your butt with candlestick flames? Or the one who says you should trade Fibonacci, but you still find yourself losing money 61.8% of the time? It's time to go straight to the source and get the truth about what's working in the markets today with your host, the founder of Top Dog Trading, Barry Burns. Hey, my friend. Welcome to the next episode in the Top Dog Trading Podcast. Today, I'm answering a question that came in. And by the way, before I get started, let me just say that if you do have any questions you want me to address, topics you want me to cover in future podcasts, feel free to send an email over to me at Barry, B-A-R-R-Y, at topdogtrading.com. And if you would, just put into the subject line, podcast topic. And you can ask a question or suggest a topic, whatever you want, and I'll be happy to do it. All right. So a gentleman did do that and he was expressing some frustration and I certainly understand why. So he said, Barry, I've been studying the market for 10 years and still haven't broken through to consistent success. Shouldn't I be successful by now after studying for 10 years? Wow. That is Indeed, very frustrating. I totally, totally sympathize. So here's the deal. Great question because we're kind of used to that type of a model. For example, you go to college for four years, you graduate with a bachelor's, you get out and you can get a job and you put in your time, right? Uh, or maybe not. I mean, it's not quite that simple, actually, if we take it to the next level. So let's take it to the next level. You could attend college for four years or be at college for four years, but you've got to pass the tests, right? You got to pass the test. If you flunk every course, you're not going to, you're not going to graduate in four years, even if you attended every single class. So there's some performance built in. There's some performance built in. Okay, so let's acknowledge that, and I think that we do. Uh, same thing with working. So you get out, you get a job, and let's say, well, let's say you get an hourly wage, all right? You could have a salary as well, of course, but we're kind of used to the model of, all right, I go to work, I punch the clock, I work a some certain number of hours. We've agreed in my contract, I get paid for a certain number of hours and a certain hourly wage or monthly salary, whatever it might be. And man, long as I'm there, long as I punch the clock, punch in, punch out, um, I get paid. I get paid. Now, again, uh, performance element does come in secondarily in that, well, if you don't perform up to par and you're not making your employer happy, then you're probably not going to be working there for too terribly long. So that's understood, but still, the model is there. You put in the time and you get the dime. All right. And that's about what it is because with most employer-employee relationships, certainly not all, thank goodness, but with too many of them, they say, what's the old saying? They say that um, employees work just enough not to get fired and employers pay their employees just enough so they don't quit. So really not a great relationship if that's the situation, right? We don't want that. And thankfully, not all employee-employer relationships are that way. All right. So anyway, 
Now, when it comes to trading, um, you know, let's say that you've learned a lot of stuff, okay? So you've gone to school, so to say, in air quotes, and you got a lot of information. You understand candlestick patterns, moving averages, support resistance, multiple time frames, some indicators, you know, whatever it is that you've studied, and you have the knowledge. You put in the time, and you even pass the test, if the test were to be a, um, oh, I don't know, a technical analysis uh, where you could take a test and pass everything, yep, I've got the knowledge, here's the problem. It doesn't mean you're still going to make money trading. So it's still different than going to college. Yep, you can have the knowledge and you can still lose money. And so what the heck? What the heck is that about? Okay. So first of all, there are two courses that I find that most traders do not take. And by courses, I mean subject matters that most people do not put the right amount of time into. And those are these. Number one, numero uno is money management and risk management. I'm going to just bundle those two together. So even though they're distinct, they're still definitely related. So, you know, look at yourself, analyze, you know, hey, nobody's watching, nobody's listening to you. So uh, just be honest with yourself and ask, hey, how much of that time that I put into my trading education has gone into studying things like candlestick patterns, multi-bar patterns, head and shoulders, double tops, triangles, wedges, uh, moving averages, different time intervals, different markets, um, you know, support resistance levels, all this kind of stuff. Indicators. Oh my Lord. People study indicators until they're blue in the face. Does anybody say that anymore? Blue in the face? I don't know. Well, I just said it. I'm old. I just turned 60, by the way, uh, just a few days ago. So <laughs> I'm getting old. I say all these old things and I, I do a lot of dad jokes now. So, but now I've got a right to do it because I'm 60 years old. So I've got the right. I've got the cred. All right. So anyway, you can learn all that stuff. You can pass the test. But as I was saying, the topic, two topics that I find that people don't spend a lot of time on are money management and risk management. So look at your own learning and how much time you put into studying indicators and all those other things I just mentioned in that long list relative to how much time you put into studying money management and risk management. How many books have you read? How many courses have you taken? Um, look at the ratio. And just, again, come up with a, a rough guesstimate. You can probably guess. Is it somewhere like, well, you've studied money management, put 5% of your time of trading study into that, or 10% or 20% or 50%. I'm going to guess that for most people, it's somewhere down in the range of maybe 5% or maybe even less. And that right there is death. That is death. Because professional traders put way more emphasis on money management and risk management than we do on indicators, moving averages, support resistance, candlesticks, price bar, price bar patterns, all that kind of stuff. All this stuff's important. It's all important. I'm not diminishing any of it. But I am talking about the relative value and what professional traders focus on. We focus on money management and risk management because we have learned over a long period of time that nobody knows the future. 
And none of those tools and technical analysis actually predict the future. Therefore, it is absolutely vital and absolutely critical. The number one thing that you should be spending more time on, the, the correct answer to the question of what ratio, what amount of time have you spent on money management or risk management should be more than 50%. That's the best answer. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. All right. And then the other one is you should be putting about 50% of your time into trading psychology. So that is the other course that a lot of people don't take, so to say. Trading psychology. And it's not just a course. This is the key. Now, you can read books till, oh, I'll say it again, blue in the face on trading psychology. And that's awesome. And there's a lot of really good books on trading psychology out there. Here's the problem with them is that, and you should read them, by the way, you should. I'm mean, Again, I'm not dismissing anything. But what I am saying is when it comes to trading psychology, what counts is behavior. It's behavioral psychology. You can sit and, you know, you could go to a psychotherapist and try to get help with your trading. And you could sit down on their couch and they could sit behind you and you could lie down on your couch and talk about, you know, your mommy for 30 years. It's not going to help you with your trading, talking about your relationship with your mommy. So it's not about talk. And again, it's not even about learning, really. It's not about knowledge. Now, some knowledge is there and is important. But when push comes to shove, it's going to be about your behavior. And so the best type of psychology that applies to trading is sports psychology because it's behavioral. And you'll notice that, well, most of you probably know this, whether it's um, anything, whether you're into football or baseball or tennis or even like figure skating, things like this. Um, dance, you know, which more artistic perhaps, but still very athletic. The professionals have their coaches who may not be even as good at them as them, but they have them taping and they will tape their practice and they will tape their performance. And then they'll come back and with their student, they will watch the tape and they'll say, Oh, got to make this adjustment here make that adjustment there. And that's called a feedback loop. And then the performer goes back out and they make those adjustments the best that they can, taped again, come back, review, adjust, course correction, right? And every time you come back and course correct, you go back out, come back, course correct, go back out. That is what is critical. And that is what you should be spending your time on. And that, my friends, is if there's any holy grail to trading, it's that, it's that. There's no Holy Grail indicator. The Holy Grail is that practice, that those feedback loops, practicing that to change your behavior, using behavior, these exercises, to change your behavioral finance, not knowledge. You can't read a book and change your behavior, right? You can do some extent, again, not negating any of this, but I'm just saying where when a push comes to shove, this is where it the real difference is going to be made. So let's talk about this just a little bit further. 10 years. What have you, or however long you've been trading, the gentleman who wrote in the question said 10 years. Okay. So it's, it's, it's sad. It's like, yeah, dang, I put in all this time and I shouldn't I now be successful because the assumption is I've got a lot of knowledge and I'm sure he does. 
I'm sure he does. But it's what you study. So here's the deal. Trading is performance-based. It's not about knowledge. It's not about academics. It's performance-based. So more than going to college to be like an accountant or an engineer or any of those things, and, and all these professions have performance-based or performance um, tied to them as well, obviously. But if I was going to make a comparison, I would make it more, again, that trading is more like that professional athlete with a professional dancer, with a professional um, figure skater. So you've got to be really great at performing because when you go out there, you're not paid for punching a clock in the market, right? You don't get paid for your time. You get paid only for results. You know, I think back uh, in high school, the high school quarterback at my high school, he was really great. He was probably the best athlete or at least one of the best best athletes in the entire um, school. And everybody thought, oh, my gosh, he's going to be a, a superstar. He's going to go to the NFL. He's going to the NFL, right? Uh, didn't make it. And there's young men all over the country and all over the world who are the stars of not only their football team, but of their region. And everyone thinks, oh, they're headed for the NFL. And are they good? Yeah, they're pretty darn good. They're actually really great. But when it goes to the NFL, all of a sudden, the competition steps up. And it's like, oh my gosh, where did all these immortals come from? <laughs> right? It's like all of a sudden, shocker. You're outside of your little, um, might not even be a little zone. You know, you go somewhere like Texas or whatever, where uh, football is the, you know, is just everything. And those guys work hard. The coaches are great. But you get to the NFL, it's a whole nother ball game, right? Then you're competing against guys like Tom Brady. That is a whole different level. Well, guess what? In trading, as you already know, the vast minority of people make the majority of the money. And so it's very similar to National Football League, whatever, uh, becoming a professional dancer, right? Getting into one of these elite ballet companies that's world-renowned, travel around the world. How many young girls dream of being a ballerina? That that's their livelihood, that they're that good. Again, similar thing, right? Many, 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 many. How many actually make it to that level? Very, 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 very few. So in trading, unfortunately, I hate to tell you, it's kind of the same thing. Now, I don't, in my personal opinion, I don't, I don't think it's as hard as becoming a prima ballerina. I don't think it's as hard as becoming a Tom Brady. I don't think it's that hard. Okay, I'm just giving you a kind of an extreme example here. But... The concept is the same in that you, you're only going to be paid for being better, performing better than most people. And here's the worst part. If you don't perform better than most people, not only don't you get paid, they take money away from you. Oh my gosh. I mean, at least if you don't make it in the NFL, nobody goes into your bank account and takes money out, right? You just don't make any money. Or you make a little bit because you're on the practice team or whatever. Um, but no, in trading, oh, it's worse. Because if you if you don't perform at the elite level, you don't just not make money. 
they take money away from you. Well, that sucks. <laughs> That's what happens. That's the name of the game. So yeah, you literally have to be better. You have to perform better than most everybody. Let's call it, you know, there's Pareto's principle, the 80-20 rule. I don't know what the exact ratios are, but you've got to be one of the minority. You've got to be the best and not just the smartest. I've known a lot of traders that frankly, well, I hate to say it, but actually I've known quite a few traders who even in Chicago, even when I was in at the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, um, there was just some good old boys there who they, they did not impress me as being particularly bright. Uh, and they certainly didn't uh, talk like they were very intelligent. But man, could they make money trading. And because they, they performed, they were disciplined. They were masters of money management and risk management. And they had mastered their own psychology when it came to trading. Does that mean that they're, they're, they'd mastered every other area of their lives? Oh, no. No, not at all. But in the area of trading, yeah, they mastered their performance. So that's what you've got to do. And you might be able to do that in six months. You might be able to do it in six years. You might be able to, maybe you'll never do it. I don't know. That's why when people ask me, well, how much money can I make trading? I'm like, I have no clue how much you will make trading. It's not that kind of game. So I'll give you a little bit of homework if you're interested. Um, because that begs the question, well, okay, how do I do that? Right? So first of all, I would really study money management, risk management, get books on that, learn that stuff inside and out and learn the math of how to do that. You know, people break or it just, uh, it pains my heart when I hear people tell me that they've blown out their trading accounts. I listened to one guy, it was on another podcast and uh, this guy was being interviewed and he said, he, the, the interviewer asked him how many trading accounts he blew out. And he said, I've lost track. Innumerable. I couldn't even tell you. There is no reason for that. No good reason for that. There's reasons, but there's no good reason for that. If, if this gentleman had been applying proper money management, risk management, uh, you, you can prevent that. Then you should prevent that. So right away, that tells me, okay, well, he's wasting his time. He's wasting his money. He's throwing it away. And he was an amateur trader. He was not a professional trader. And I don't want that to happen to you. So this is what you do. You get to become an expert at money management, risk management, and then you become an expert at performing, right? The discipline, the mind management, and you can do well. If you go back to my podcast, let's see here. I got to look this up. So I did a five-part series on trading psychology, practical tips for trading psychology. Five parts. Let's see. I started on October 19th, 2017. So there you go. Free resource. And there's five of them. Uh, I believe they're in order. So yeah, just start with October 19th, uh, 2017 by the way, and uh, listen to those. I think that'll be very helpful for you. And then also, I interviewed a trading psychologist, Randy Howell. And that was, I think, maybe our most popular episode of all. That was September 8th. So uh, listen to that. The feedback I got on that episode was fantastic, and Randy's fantastic. So, And I have no uh, material connection with Randy whatsoever. So there's a couple of free resources for you right there. And if you really want to get deep into trading, you want to learn how I trade with top dog trading and so forth, um, I'm very, very um, 
open to starting you out and helping you for free. So what I'm going to do is just give you two special offers here today. Number one, I have a cycle indicator that is, I, I sell it, but for you on the podcast, I'll be happy to give it to you for free. And it's super accurate in timing your entries with precision. I use this on every single trade I take, literally, no matter if it's a breakout trade or it's a trend trade or a reversal trade, whatever type of trade it is, I'm always using this cycle indicator to trigger my trades. It's that accurate. It keeps my my uh, stops really, really tiny. And so when you ask, well, how do you keep your losses small, right? That money management part of the equation. This indicator is exactly what keeps my losses small. So that's number one. I'll give that to you for free. And there's a whole training that goes around it as well. And then number two, I'll give you one of my trade strategies, absolutely free, called the rubber band trade. And that rubber band trade, again, I take that every day it sets up. I love it. It has a really, really high win-loss ratio. So this is why I think this is a good trade for most people to get started with because the way that our minds are built, I know the way my mind is built, I need to have more winners than losers. And that's the rubber band trade definitely gives that to me. So that's why I'll give that to you for free. It's an easy trade. It's simple to get started with. Um, there's a 26 minute video that walks you all through it. So uh, if you'd like both of those things uh, for free, just go to topdogtrading.com forward slash rubber band. That's topdogtrading.com slash rubber band. That's R-U-B-B-E-R-B-A-N-D. And go ahead, grab those things for free and enjoy them on me with my compliments. You've been listening to the online trading to win podcast with Barry Burns. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play or Stitcher and leave a great review. For more information about our free indicators and courses, visit OnlineTradingToWin.com. Neither Online Trading to Win, Top Dog Trading, nor Barry Burns are registered as securities broker-dealers or investment advisors, either with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission or with any state securities regulatory authority, and are not licensed to provide investment advice. Trading and investing involves substantial risk. Financial loss, even above the amount invested, is possible and common. We do not imply, predict, or guarantee that you will be successful in earning any money whatsoever. Past results of any individual trader are not indicative of future returns by that trader and are not indicative of future returns which may be realized by you. We do not assume responsibility or liability for your trading and investment results. This is provided for informational and educational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice.